This NFC training camp questions edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds and every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. Hey, everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Well, I mean, I told you the other day, Sean, we were stretching. It's over. We're not talking about anything but NFL. Now it's over. We're talking about, we're, we're literally talking about questions. But it's football because so it's okay. Yes. Questions normally boring unless they're about the National Football League. I got Jack. Now obviously Aaron Rodgers not the host of this question based <laughs> show. What is a diva? Uh Aaron Rodgers I've obviously finally decided to report. That was nice of him. And uh and I and I'm not even saying nice of him in a sarcastic way. Us uh, super sharps, Ryan. We were all over that value of Aaron. Kuching. Aaron Rodgers will play. Kuching. Uh and loaded up. You know our portfolio is uh, much like Dogecoin, Ryan, way ahead of the market on Aaron Rodgers and the fact that he will be playing. So we got it at a nice discounted price here in the summer. And that's when you should be doing your summer shopping with Best Ball. If you're a sharp like us, if you listen to the podcast. We've got we've been ahead of market on a uh, <laughs> well, on a lot of stuff. Cam Akers, R.I.P. But for the most part, injuries are random. Yeah, but I'm saying and, don't be a pussy, right? Don't if your financial advisor's coming to you, he's like, we got to sell, we got to sell. We no, told you buy, ten, 10th buy, round, eleventh round fantasy talk, but it felt like it was stealing getting Aaron Rodgers there, being yep. able to pull off a Devonte Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and oh. every other receiver need to get some Randall Cobb stacks going in, now. In that the, the- uh, yeah. And uh, in our uh, FSGA uh, fantasy sports uh, gaming association, we're in this <laughs> serious series to the live Wait, draft we, is our quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Our quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> our receiver is Devonte Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Evil geniuses, uh, and I got him. Ri- uh, it's you, a fourteen-team league, and you, we have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae. You, you were off the grid, but I was like, I, I know who I know who Kramer's oh, gonna want. Thank and God it's not our backup is Jameis. Perfect, <laughs> so great, love it. So, uh, oh. so so psyched. Football is oh. coming, right? Everything is happening. I got we're listening. 
to the NFL theme song. I'm drinking an ice cold Coors Light, and we're talking about Win Bet. Doesn't get any better than Win Bet. Oh man! Of course, the NFL, college football, MMA, even MLB. Oh, and they got some of the best uh, boosted parlays. Of course, tons of live in-game wagering. That's that's really where you get paid. Some of these live in-game odds. Hang out in the Slack channel. You see some value. Uh, hop in there over on the WinBet app. And again, WinBet domination is taking over. Colorado, yes. Indiana, yes. Michigan, yes. New Jersey, yes. Tennessee, yes. And Virginia. You guys can all experience what it's like to be in the win in Las Vegas. Have that excitement. Have that rush coursing through your veins as you sweat out a bet over on WinBet. And again, doesn't get any uh, easier. Plus the $500 risk-free bet. Download Bet and Win over at wynnbet.com. Head over there to start winning today. Well, and that's the uh, that's the catch. You can sit around and watch NFL Network or ESPN. They can talk about their training camp takes. Yeah. They're hot. What's the what's the bit most fabulous training camp entrance you've ever seen? I, I feel like we didn't get any of those this year. I didn't miss them, but I feel like they and maybe it's a COVID thing, but year after year after year, people there was like this one upsmanship of, oh, I'm gonna show up in a tank. I, I got a Humvee. I, I feel like a guy showed up in a helicopter once, and now it's nothing. Uh, I don't know who it was, but someone on the Colts. Oh, Brinks truck. What didn't uh, Jalen Ramsey do that one year? Someone showed up in a Indy car, like a, which I I noticed on the feed because of fun. my new love of Formula One. Yeah, show. Ryan, when's the F one podcast which, coming? I'm uh, I'm getting into. Well, it. now on. that you're into it, it sounds so, like other people are beating us to market here. What are you doing? Let's get uh, the F one pod. Yeah, you know, uh, probably need someone with an accent talking on it to make it sound more official. But yeah, no, I mean, I I don't think we saw quite. I mean. Some people are making statements with their garb or their hair, mm. like uh, Mr. Zach Ertz there in Philly. Yeah, dyed blonde All hair. All about him, huh? Team first guy <laughs> showing up with blonde hair. Simple systems already. Uh, already Trade stock plummeting for be, Zach Ertz showing tested. up with that hair. Anyway, the catch. Uh, a lot of hot take shows talking about training camp questions. Not a lot of those shows are ending each question with a betting answer, Sean. Yes. Yeah. We're going to uh, hit some training camp questions and then uh, give you kind of our thoughts on uh, you know, where, where, uh, you know, what you should uh, be getting down on, how you can make it actionable betting advice. <laughs> All right. Before we get into that, we have uh, this week's edition of real men of <laughs> DGENs, of course. Presented by our good buddies over at Prop Swap. Head over there and uh, get in on some NFL futures. Use that promo code SGP. SGPN presents Real Men of DGENs. Real Men of DGENs. We salute you, Kelvin Benjamin. That's right, former tight end for the New York Giants. Recently uh, released from the Giants, one day in he made it one practice. Why was it his weight? Well, maybe uh, he was apparently video surveillance footage showed Benjamin had been stealing food from the facility to take home. Uh, Benjamin was told by Gettleman and Judge that they had him on tape before storming off and leaving training camp. Breaking news: Kelvin Benjamin. You have been released. Now, you may not have a place on the Giants, but you always have a place on the real men of DGENs. 
Oh man. I so mean, many follow-up questions. Quick, and I, quick timeline. Uh, being reported that he's getting released after an argument about seven hours ago. So yeah. uh, this is about uh, maybe 9 AM local time here on the West coast. I then tweet out my sources were telling me that he got in an argument with judge over the snack <laughs> schedule that, that resulted in him being released from the team uh, six. Uh, well, I guess now around noon. So three hours after that, I found out that he actually got cut for stealing food. AKA he was unhappy with the snack <laughs> schedule, Sean. What, uh, what what are you stealing? Yeah, I mean they let you, I don't think they have a food limit policy look? in place. I've heard linemen talk, talk talk stories about like putting shit in Ziploc bags during training camp and bringing it back to the dorm room. To-go boxes are just there now. Like you've seen videos yeah. of this in Hard Knocks. So what the fuck is he stealing? <laughs> like is I I mean I I do have a lot of questions, but good riddance. You yes. piece of shit. Who number seven on the all-time receptions list for rookies in the NFL? That is way. that is a crazy stat. Deep pull. And if uh, seventy-three, he, he if uh, Kelvin Benjamin was a uh, sportsbook future, you'd wa- hopefully you would have <laughs> sold before he got cut. And uh, again, at preseason NFL time is a really a fun time to uh. grab some futures. And again, uh, you can sell them on Prop Swap. They also. PropSwap is throwing out a strategy of going for two, which again, like the aggressive play calling by PropSwap here, but you buy two futures tickets. So you can sell one for profit covering you on the other ticket. And then uh, having a little skin of the game still uh, again, you can take a look at some of these long shots, like the Falcons 80 to one to win the super bowl. Take a couple shots at some of these, like eighty to a hundred. Uh, maybe my Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl because then if they get off to that hot start, that four and zero, that five and zero, decent chance to uh, unload it. And again, all you have to do is have the odds improve to make a profit. Propswap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. Sean, not to be mistaken with uh, Vegas Dave's strategy of all thirty-two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, gotta, yeah, not all thirty-two, just a handful. Don't go of the long for shots. all thirty-two. Just go for two. Two versions of the same ticket, to be clear. Exactly. I like the strategy. I'm doing that, it. That's kind of fun. I'm doing it. All right, Ryan. What? Uh, How do we start? What are we going to start here? All right, NFC West. All right, and we're taking turns here on the teams. What? Uh, I'll start off first with the Los Angeles Rams. Mm. What does the running back rotation look like in Los Angeles? Yeah. Right now, it sounds like they're not going to bring in anyone else. Uh, I think it's. Don't, I don't you know. trust that? Like some, he'll figure it out. I think he will. Kind of gets a little credit for I, being able to figure it out. I, I think backs. Sean McVay it will figure it out. Uh, Daryl Henderson's rush total is now 925 and a half yards. I like the under still on that. I think they're going to either bring someone else in or have a committee. The fact that they, you know, drafted Cam Akers when they had Henderson, that tells you everything you need to know about how they feel about Henderson. Well, they're uh, disappointed, clearly. Like, this is not the plan. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but that's why I think they're going to bring in someone else, maybe even like a crazy old vet like AP, I could see showing up yeah, here. And if, if you pay attention to the NFL, when do those moves happen? Usually after the season starts. You don't have to guarantee shit on the contract. Yeah. Uh, at least post like last cuts or whatever. I, I wouldn't be so maybe he's a Melvin Gordon uh, destination. Maybe. Well, and uh, we didn't we didn't cover him on the uh, receiving and tight ends player props, which I would r- highly recommend checking out. But I do That's think I... Uh, Tyler Higby receiving yards and catches. I think 
you know, not having not having Cam Akers, I think is just going to create some more opportunity for a guy like Higby, who uh, relatively high on to begin with. So, uh, and, and I, I, was, I would I would still be under on the Henderson rush yards even with the uh, injury situation. And I was in the 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 fantasy rankings lab earlier, going to push out a, a release uh, probably later tonight. But I'm bumping up all the receivers in the Rams. Yeah, the more Woods I think about up, it, the m- cup up. Uh, Higby up. I I think there's a version of like we want Stafford multi stacks. I think they just maybe transition into being more of a team that's going to go for the like just you have Stafford now. Maybe you don't need to rely on a running back as much. You have some serviceable guys. I I'm kind of with you. I I don't think th- this is an overreaction to Henderson yeah. being the guy and getting that many yards. Yep. All right. Uh, let's go to the nine. I kind of put them in order of what I think projected finish. I, let's go to the Niners. Uh, I mean, it's all about Trey Lance. How will Trey Lance look in his first game action, Sean, since 2019? Let's not forget. It's been a while since this boy has touched the field. And He's thrown 300 passes lot, at the college level. A lot of question. Uh, now, here's what I'll say. We're already hearing it. Jimmy uh, or Shanahan saying uh, Jimmy G is the starter. Lock it up. Jimmy G is the starter. I, I do think we're going to have the problem where Trey Lance. Is gonna flash in the preseason with his legs. Well, and, and it's I, gonna create some sort of because they have. Look at the receivers they have, right? Yeah. Debo Samuel. They they trace. They have the opportunity to look more multiple. And here's what I'll say. And this is the the answer to the question because you're gonna look at training camp. You're gonna look to these preseason games. You're gonna see how is Trey Lance being deployed. Does it look like he's running the offense, or does it look like he's just running a package? Cause if it looks like they're trying to let him run the offense and he flashes some shit with his legs, maybe kind of like Hertz did when he came in, right? To get you excited like this, it's gonna be so hard for Kyle Shanahan to not get him out on the field. I think this is I think we're gonna hear so much about Jimmy G starting day one that just pay attention because if he shows up in the pre- first preseason game and Trey Lance looks good and Jimmy G looks like the, the same old Jimmy G. <laughs> Well, go I, and I, go, go and run and put a little money on Trey Lance to get get the first snap. Because right now the price is minus five hundred for Jimmy G, uh, plus three thirty for Trey Lance. All I'm saying is, if Trey Lance looks really good and the reaction from Kyle Shanahan is to once again say, "Jimmy G's our guy," guess what? He just lied to us about the pick. Yeah, Trey Lance could be that guy. And when you're getting those types of like. Like I would say at that point, if Trey Lance has a, a preseason flashing, it, it it's I'm I'm telling you, Sean, like the way this offense could look with I, I think it's gonna be the first game. I think you're gonna see it, and I think you go to the window if he looks really good in that first game and you take some three thirty. Oh, really? In in the preseason, you think there's still a chance. See, because I think what they're gonna I do think is gonna I think hear, they're gonna you're gonna I think hear they're Shanahan. gonna slowly ease Trey Lance in. They're gonna do like what the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts and have some wildcat, but you some can't. multiple. You some, can't. No, but they do that all the time. No, and again, but you can't is, do that. Like my take on that is, if you think you're gonna be a good team, you can't have two offenses. And that's why I'm out on Jimmy, on the 49ers win total. You so, can't have like a ten and a half or ten win total and not know who the starting quarterback is. It's fucking insane. That's maybe a better take here, but I'm actually gonna say, I think the longer we get into preseason. Or the longer we get into training camp, closer we get to preseason, you're going to hear more and more about Jimmy G, and you're going to start to see reports about Trey Lance doing something in practice. If those two things happen, if Kyle Shanahan's constantly saying Jimmy G's the guy, and the reporters start talking about things that Trey Lance is doing in practice, with especially if it's his arm too, 
you go to the window and you make that bet because I think the price has gotten a little too out of hand. The, Kyle Shanahan lied to us the whole offseason. Too much time about the Niners. I'm also on the under for them win total wise. Like, <laughs> why not? Right? Why do we do this to ourselves every year? And get over it. Kyle right. Shanahan, not a great coach, as you've said. No, before. super overrated. I mean, a good coordinator, but I, I think overrated from the head Monitor coaching. the situation, though. For the Cardinals, the training camp question. And again, I, I don't know if we'll get many answers in the training camp. Maybe, maybe we will, maybe we won't. Who is the second receiver behind DeAndre Hopkins? Who is that other option that he is going uh, that Kai God is going to be throwing to in the offense? Fitzgerald finally got his degree. Yeah, Fitzgerald. It, he's still a free agent. He said he's only going to play if uh, you know if they end up uh, if, it, if he's only going to play for the Cardinals. Yeah. Now they drafted a uh, Rondell Moore. Yep. Um, he could be the number two. I, I don't think Christian Kirk is because they've made that clear. They did bring in AJ Green. <sighs> um, who I, I don't know. Uh, AJ Green. Where are you at with who's going to end up being the second? AJ Green uh, receiving yards is at five forty-five and a half, touchdowns three and a half. I kind of like, and again, this is a small, not a mega whale play, but give me a slight over on AJ Green receiving yards because I do think he plays enough games and they throw the ball so much to, he's going to get over five forty-five and a half. Because I do think, I don't know, with the rookie, how much can he get involved? They don't really use the tight end a ton. You also have this weird potential where Chandler Jones wants out, and that could really. Hurt the defense and you know yeah. JJ Watt, AJ Green. This could be, you know, you look at this team and you're like, whew. Kind bring of a, in a lot of old guys. A little bit of an all-star like team from a couple years ago. And I think the the intelligent way to say AJ Green was washed last year is he didn't do anything after the catch. And I and I think I probably would favor the rookie just because when he was healthy in college, he was dominant. He he played up. He played well against the toughest competition. Like yeah, Ohio I mean, State. I like him. I like him in best in best ball, but I kind of like both of them in best ball, honestly. But uh, I, I some deep shots. I also wonder if it matters. Um, I I I wonder what this offense is going to look like because I think everyone is just making assumptions that it's going to be great, and I I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. I, AJ Green, if you want to take for me, I take the touchdowns. If you're asking oh, me, really. Like, Okay, if if there's a way they can deploy AJ Green, maybe it's around the end zone, but I, I think he's probably washed. I think JJ Watt mm. probably less washed. But I think you can be washed and still get 550 receiving well, yards in this back to my in point. this uh in this offense, in this, you know, in this air raid style offense. Well, back to my point about the the defense though. Like well, I, I'm not these guys demanding trades off of teams that are good. I'm, I'm kind of confused, right? Like is the point to win or is the point to make sure you get paid two years before your contracts up Xavier and Howard. Ch I don't understand the Chandler Jones thing. Like wh wh why not see what happens here? Like this could be a really, you got JJ Watt on your team. Now. Yeah. I, All are time. You, you're worried guy. about a super old guy stealing your job. It makes no sense. I mean, if anything, JJ Watt makes his life easier. I don't know. I, you want to talk. So here's a prediction for Arizona during training camp. Yeah. Uh, I think the the offense is going to look great against preseason defense. Oh, definitely. And I think people are going to be talking well, themselves into like, "Ooh, this Arizona team, if you can find a place to take them to finish last in the division, mm -hmm. like exact I, I, finish." I don't I there's a team I might right, and right. I'll save it for uh save it for some official takes, but I think there's a team uh, that could finish below this Cardinals team. All right. What do Seahawks. you got for the Seahawks, Ron? Uh what kind of new creative spicy dishes will we see Russ cook mm. with uh with new offensive co coordinator Shane Waldron? And so I think 
everyone keeps saying the same things. Like, well, he was brought in to enable a certain kind of offense, a suit, maybe a little bit more up tempo, maybe a little bit more with quick passing. Uh, and then there's always that caveat, but Pete Carroll will still want to run the ball a bit. Well, what if Pete Carroll's in on the decision that maybe we don't need to run the ball as much? Mm. And I know we like Chris Carson, but I've been talk kind of talking myself into this small more. Russell Wilson was pretty unhappy at one at some point, and that just completely evaporated. Well, it, and and I he must like what he sees in the offensive game plan in the in- installation. And if you want to talk about a guy who right now you ask like in-depth football fans who they're starting a franchise with a decent amount of them are probably saying Russell Wilson. And for the I, Sean, how many MVPs is Russell Wilson won? Zero. 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 Zero wow. point zero. Does that seem wrong? Right? It does not seem right. Is there a guy on the board in, in the MVP race that uh, could come out of nowhere? Potentially maybe unlikely, but when you look at Russell Wilson at 14 to one, can you tell yourself a story about how this offense is, has changed a lot is more dynamic. And Russ just has a monster year scoring touchdowns and through the, through the air winning games, like doing Russ like things. It's pretty easy to hear, start, start hearing the narrative of like, this dude's never won an MVP before. Look what he's done. He's put this franchise on his back. Like it becomes a cumulative award. And so at 14 to one, I don't mind that. I don't no. mind that. That I don't mind a look at that. Well, and also, I think there's a world where so Pete Carroll hates throwing the ball because it creates <laughs> it creates turnovers. He hates the turnovers associated with that, and that's from throwing down uh, deep mm. down the field. I think they have they pass the ball. Uh, I think they split the difference. They pass the ball still a decent amount, but it's it's safer stuff. Giving your athletic receivers your DK Metcalf. I mean, we saw that burst that he had chasing down uh, the cornerback in Arizona. Like, give that, give creating more run after the catch opportunities for the receivers. Gerald Everett is a guy. I mean, you're high on him. That just kind of happened. They yeah. haven't really had that dynamic tight end playmaker. So I, I think that's kind of where they split the difference on it. So, but yeah, and the other thing I would say is like, are they going to make? Are they going to trade for for a defensive player? Are they going to try to make an, another one of these? Like, we got to make a push. Pete Get a Jamal getting Adams. Old. Or, or or Gilmore. I mean, I don't know what what a guy like. What well, Gil- now Xavier Howard is talking about. He wants out. Drives the price of Gilmore down. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Anyway, moving over to the NFC South for the Atlanta Falcons is Kyle Pitts truly a unicorn? We're hearing so much hype about Kyle Pitts. No, and what's he going to do in this crazy year? He's going to have, and he's really a receiver. He's not a tight end. It's Calvin Johnson. Yeah, which. We'll see. I, I maybe we'll Let's ha- calm down. I mean, Calvin Johnson is maybe the best wide receiver of our of our lifetime. I think we're gonna get an unsatisfactory answer on Kyle Pitts, meaning he's gonna be good, but he's not gonna be insanely. Go good. watch Calvin Johnson, young. Go watch Randy yeah. Moss, Randy young. Moss rookie year. Like, just go watch those guys. And yeah, Pitts was super. Pitts was in a Dan Mullen. I think he's going to be effective. That being said, uh, uh, his receiving touchdowns are set at seven. I still like the under on that. Part of that is I'm just not as high on the Falcons as a team. I'm not as high on Matt Ryan, not having Julio Jones there and their offense in general. I would rather play the Mike Davis over rushing. Uh, touchdowns, but for me, I'm going under seven. If Kyle Pitts can get to eight receiving touchdowns, God bless him. It's actually crazy. Mike Ditka actually has the rookie receiving uh, touchdown record for tight ends with 12, and he did that in a 14 game season. 
pretty crazy, especially considering back when Dick played, Dicka. they barely threw the ball. Sixty-one, I think. So uh, yeah, I'm going under on the receiving touchdowns for Kyle Pitts. I, I think he's going to have a good season. They're going to be happy they drafted him, but it's not going to be, oh my god, rookie of the year type it, season. It is odd how much people are like jumping into the. This is a once in a generation athlete. Yeah, I, seems a bit I, much. played in a Florida offense. I you know I don't I don't know like maybe the people missed that. All right, uh, let's let's pop over to the the Saints. Uh, who will win the 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 QB battle? The most interesting QB battle in the world: Taysom Hill versus Jameis Winston. Why is this a battle? You mm-hmm. have the first overall pick, national championship winning stud, just throws too many interceptions. He got his eyes fixed. Versus <laughs> he, when you, former when tight you rattle off his story, it's so funny. W- uh, and maybe had a couple incidents in college with uh, crabs and pussy, yelling out, but but and touching. How does he not win this quarterback battle? And why is it still a battle? Jameis Winston takes first snap is only minus one forty. Well, and, and they're not really going to start Taysom. Here, here's here's where I've gone at it. To me, it's so obvious Jameis is the guy. But then I guess why was what am I missing? But why were they starting? Uh, you know, why were they starting Taysom Hill over Jameis Winston <laughs> last year when Breeze is out? I I don't understand. Why they, they give, paid him? Why they give you know uh, Taysom Hill ten million dollars? Here's the thing that I think really helps Jameis the most is that he can play Jameis with Taysom Hill still on the field. He can't do that the other way around. So I think he can have his cake and eat it too. So I think for him, for you know, you can't watch for those Sean Payton. The best case scenario is Breeze at quarterback, and then Taysom Hill in that wing you back. Coaches, yeah, what did You're I first say? person ever to confuse Breeze with Winston. <laughs> Jamison Winston at quarterback <laughs> and Taysom Hill in that in that like wingback role. That's that's what uh, Sean Payton wants to happen, and I think you can start there. And if it doesn't work, then you put Taysom just at quarterback. And but I I think it's tough to go the other way. And holy shit, Traquan Smith with uh, the Michael Thomas news. He mm. that's an interesting stack with Jamis Winston. Same with yes. Callaway, and I think there's another um, another dude. Oh, I'm blanking right now. He's got a funny name. But Sean, I mean, again, I, I, why is this even this close? I, how you watch if you watch those guys throw side by side, how can it be the same thing? How how can you be like, yeah, you know, Taysom Hill does bring a lot to the table. <laughs> they have a good offensive line. Like it's gonna be Winston. Go go take minus one forty. Really doesn't make much sense. All right, I'll uh, I'll handle the Tampa Bay Bucks here again. And, and maybe we see this in training camp, probably not because I don't imagine he's going to get a ton of looks or even ton of reps. But uh, you know, the, the question always is when is Tom Brady going to fall off? I think, and we gave this out on the, uh, on the passing uh, props episode, but Tom Brady under nine and a half interceptions, I think is a, is a really a lock because I, I don't, I think he can fall off, but if he falls off, it won't be throwing interceptions. It'll be um, just not getting the ball to people underneath and stuff like that. Like he's not gonna, I don't know. He, he just doesn't need to be that aggressive throwing the ball. So I think he can kind of fall off and still be on the under nine and a half interceptions. Maybe father time finally catches up to Tom Brady, but that really is the only question for the bucks. Cause they're bringing back all 22 starters. Maybe you want to talk about the, the running back rotation in there. I'm not as high on Ronald Jones. I think Giovanni Bernard steals some of the pass work, but it's crazy that dude's there. To me, too. it's just like what if can Brady keep up that level? 
And to me, I I think he can. He started out slow, but once he kind of got a handle on that Bruce Arians offense, he they were looking pretty good and and certainly good enough. I mean, had a couple picks there in the NFC Championship game, but I, I'm still on the under on his ints. And and to me, there's not a lot of questions for this Bucks team. But uh, I do think that you um like it, it's it's explainable, but there is that they did kind of pop out of nowhere a couple of years back, being a horrendous defense into a pretty elite defense. So there is always a potential for them to to you know what happens if they become an average defense this year. What ha- what ha- I mean, they even if you look at a game to game basis, like there are times where you're like, wow, okay, you know that that this team was very very vulnerable. So. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to see them not win the division, though. <coughs> All right, last one. Can Sam Darnold avoid the monolithic mistakes? See what I did there, <laughs> and, uh, and and be the uh, the captain for Joe Brady's dynamic attack. We're obviously high on Sam Darnold. At times, I wonder: Are we too high? High, high fantasy. Yeah. Well, I'm fairly high in general that he can lead this offense to do good things. Now, I don't know if they're winning games because the defense. It's, is ve- it's very QB friendly. I'll, I'll say that they have weapons. Uh, they have McCaffrey, assuming that the field turf doesn't create the injury and maybe that, that is what I'm worried about. But what I'm going to, what I'm going to suggest is I think we saw what Joe Brady's offense did in college, right? All, records all over the place with a ho-hum quarterback named Joe Burrow. Not even that good, right? Like wasn't a big time uh, recruit coming in. Wasn't the first overall pick. What is Sam Darnold? He's got, he's, he's got the tools. He's got the, uh, the arm talent. He just has to not make the mental mistakes and he's definitely got better coaching around him and he's definitely got better weapons around him. So why not take a stab for the Panthers to score the most points this year, Sean, you know, the defense is going to suck 50 to one. Wow. I mean, and yeah, like it worries me because like sharp people, like I'm, I'm in these FFPC drafts, and people are not taking Sam Darnold, <laughs> and so like I, I trust that these people are sharp, are sharper than the average person. I'm just, I, I don't see what people don't see. Like may, maybe, do you expect the defense to be good? No. Yeah. Do you expect the offense to move the ball? Yeah, it should. It should. Yeah. Although, I mean, do you have the list of teams last year that had the most? Um, points scored. I mean, I feel like it's tough to score a ton of points and not be a really good team. Obviously, you don't need to nitpick a fifty to one. Uh, I like the case, and and it's fun to be on this on this team. And again, super high on the coach and, and the situation, in spite of the impending uh, Christian McCaffrey injury. It does help, um, but like the Raiders were in the top ten, for example. Okay, yeah. So I mean, there there's a formula there, Ryan. We were talking about the Devonte Adams. I had to pull up our uh, FSGA fantasy team just oh, so we could ro- uh, yes. breaking news. Tell, Need tell a roster made a little yeah, bit here. That. First round, Stefan Diggs. Okay. Second and round. Wait, hold on. This is fourteen teams again. What what pick did we have? Uh, fourteen. Well, that, I mean, that's insane. That's yeah. a that's a deep draft. All right, start again. Uh, Diggs. Okay, Diggs. Uh, round two, oh. Devonte Adams. Oh, 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 round so three, Javante Williams. Oh God, I love this team. Round four, Trey Sermon. Oh, this is all. Round all picks five, I love. Cream Hunt. All picks I love. Round six, Robbie Anderson, oh, who are god. all over. Oh my god. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in the oh, seventh. Oh my god. Jalen Rager in oh, the uh, right. in the ninth. Who don't do, love that pick. That's a tight hamstring right now. If Not that's gonna, the only eagle, I'll be I'll be okay. Uh, Hunter Henry in round oh. ten. KJ Hamler, Jalen Guyton, Cole Komet, <laughs> Jameis oh, wow, okay. Winston. We're recovering. We're recovering. Jameis Winston, uh, Cleveland Browns defense, and then Brandon McManus. Oh. So you had to draft a kicker in defense Lame. as part of their rules. So we have Winston. All right. Yeah. 
nice little backup there. Uh, in case he, in case he really oh, starts man. going our, up, our team could be really good. Yes, Ryan. Oh man, and uh, fantasy- Hunter Henry, I huh? like got the guy. Yeah, fantasy football season is here. Of course, Kramer uh, had the heroic task of drafting uh, best ball teams for twenty four hours straight. Oh my god! A lot of shots there, Ryan. A lot of rolls of the dice for a chance to win one million dollars. You can just go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And again, if you uh, sign up using the promo code and you want to hop in the Slack and challenge Kramer and I to a draft, we are always down to throw down the gauntlet. So uh, I've done too many already. (laughs) We're always down and uh, we got a fantasy football channel. Now NFL channel pop in there, talk some shit and uh, let's get another best ball draft going. Cause it's fucking football. And, and you should not be doing mock drafts. Again, if you use the promo code, you get a free entry into the millionaire in the best ball mania. So you have a chance to win $1 million. And again, you don't have to waste your time with a pointless mock draft where you can win $0, 26.7% ownership for Sam Darnold. Come at me. Oh, wow. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Probably a little high. All right. What division are we going to next? We're now heading to the NFC Norris division. I'll start. I'll start with the bears. How much of a shot does Justin Fields have at winning the job? I know you see Andy Dalton's beard, Andy Dalton's beard, zero percent chance. Fire beard. I think. I think Justin Fields, Ryan, has a greater chance of sh- flashing out in the preseason and showing something and winning that starting job versus uh, Trey Lance. Hmm. Right now, it's it's priced pretty similarly at, at Justin Fields plus three hundred. Uh, no, at minus four fifty. Again, I think Fields takes over pretty early. I'm high on him on best ball. I, I think. Max uh, Dalton starts as four, but I think there's a world where uh, Fields gets on the field for the first snap. Here's the case: he played in a major program. True. He has he has big game experience. Yes. Uh, Nagy is on an incredibly short leash. He needs to win now. It, is he is it, is he like a Russell Wilson type? Yeah, that's I think. So we so you're that you're, is more likely to me than Trey Lance. So what you're I still think me. It, it's th- plus three hundred for a reason, but I like that bet better. So we're we're gonna hear stories about his leadership and all yeah. this stuff coming and, out. And I think he's a gamer. I think you put pads on this kid, you put him out in these preseason games. I think he's gonna shine. And I think the fan base in Chicago has much more of an impact on coaching decisions, much more vocal than those in the 49ers, a media organization. Now there's there's some good 49ers fans out there, but Imagine him just bowling out in preseason. How hot that seat uh, is going to be for Nagy. I, I think it's the same thing, right? Like if he looks good in that first preseason game, go grab a little of that three to one because it's going to go away. Yeah, and it's going to um, Andy Dalton is. I mean, gun to your head, you got one of these guys. Your your pick of them, Trey Lance or Justin Fields, but you also have Jimmy G or Andy Dalton. Which guy are you taking, Jimmy G or Andy Dalton? Well, that's the other thing is you're taking uh, Andy Dalton, right? He uh, knows how to hold the clipboard. Oh, over Jimmy G. Yeah, like if you're picking the other guy. Oh like, yeah, like which quarterback's more likely to get replaced? I think Andy Dalton is versus Jimmy G. Andy Dalton clearly on the decline. Not super high on Jimmy G either, and has had his injury issues. But I think Shanahan has a history with Jimmy G. He traded for Jimmy G. Andy Dalton is just, you know, this could be a one night stand for Matt Nagy. He's not going to be in the league they, very long. He is, he is not tied to Andy Dalton. I know they tweeted out QB one, they seem, but they're not that connected. They seem very into Andy Dalton. No, they, 
they seem to be going out of their way to say how much yeah. they're into Andy Dalton. You, much like a guy who just keeps saying, "My wife's my best friend. We have an amazing marriage." Those are some red flags, and I'm getting that sense here in Chicago. Yeah, you had one. If you spend uh, Sundays with one person for the rest of your life, yeah, pick your wife because she's your best best friend, right, John? <laughs> All right, Minnesota uh, have the offensive line upgrades mm. actually made the line better. That's the question because coming into training camp, you look at what they did, right? First round tackle Darisaw out of Virginia Tech. Third round Davis out of Ohio State, I think, and then they have the third year Bradbury. Uh, again, I think the difference between them being what they were last year and maybe worse, and them taking a step forward is having that great offensive line. I don't, I don't expect the defense to be great. Maybe they take a step forward, but if this offensive line looks good, and right now these rookies are not listed as starters, so we'll see what that is. That could just be Zimmer, an old football guy doing old football guy things. But I would uh, certainly look. To a Dal, if this offensive line looks good, Dalvin Cook for Offensive Player of the Year. Derrick mm. Henry just won the award. Yeah, Sean, you like him as the number one fantasy football running back. Yeah, uh, Dalvin Cook is fourteen to one to win that award. Don't and hate it, and he's certainly going to get a ton of opportunity. Could he have a twenty-plus touchdown year? The the kind of year where it's hard to ignore a running back. He does a little bit through the you know through the air uh, on the ground. Again, if the offensive line is looking like it, it's cooking, it also helps Kirk Cousins and, and and his style of play. So, uh this Minnesota team could be a team that you're you might regret not having any of in fantasy if the defense does kind of stay as a middling defense because this offense could could be a, a 30 point a week type of situation as long as it's not prime time. Prime all right, I'll I'll head over to the Packers. Will we will Aaron Rodgers be pissed or pouty? Because he, he, oh oh man, the uh, he's one hundred percent all in. I don't the Aaron so. Rodgers press conference was really funny, and he was saying, "Well, you know, sometimes the media likes to make stories out of stuff when there's nothing going on." Dude, come on, you can't you can't act like you're not going to show up. Float out rumors that you want to be out. Float out rumors that you want to be retired. Uh, you're going to retire as all leverage just to win Randall Kovac and not act. Like they're they're reporting on stuff you're doing. Come well, on, it they're not like, making shit up. It sounds like we got to the bottom of this. That he felt when Randall Cobb was cut, that Randall Cobb was the second best receiver on the team. That really seems they adjusted the deal, and they were always management was always down to adjust the deal. It seemed like trading for Randall Cobb was the was the only thing that mattered in this deal, which is well, so me, fucking I mean, crazy. Sean, I think you know if someone if some overlord was like, hey. Uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to get rid of Colby Dan. Like he's too expensive. We got to get yes. rid of the database and they didn't run it by us. Yeah. I might be a little upset. <laughs> I might, I might say, Hey, this organization doesn't, doesn't know what it takes to build a winning culture. All right. Now there are some interesting, obviously prop bets for Rogers. I know Ryan, you were on him most passing touchdowns, right? At six to one. <laughs> Being the guy who led the league in passing touchdowns last year, who's he, six to one. Yeah. And his, I, I'm going to give out his, how uh, many guys can legitimately win that award? No, it, it's, it's, a, it's probably like five guys. Brady Rogers, certainly in the mix, his passing touchdowns is set at 35 and a half. Uh, I mean, how Barring a major injury, I think he's going to be 
hitting that pretty easily. Now before touchdown regression, before uh, you know, last year he had 48 before that he had 26 and 25, but this is the LaFleur offense. And again, I, I think he gets to 36 that's factoring in a hefty amount of regression it, and a 17 game season. Uh, 36 seems pretty doable for him. Are, are, are him and Devonte Adams going to forget how to run that back shoulder impossible to guard play? I mean, and I, Randall I, Cobb, that's at least good for a couple. So we know the fade route is a bad route unless you're Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams. Like it's just unstoppable. So on, on one hand you can say he's due for touchdown regression. On the other hand, you can say, because his touchdown percentage was like 9% or whatever, way above his, his average is six. He's still gonna get near forty touchdowns. I, I just, yeah. Now the the passing yards is pretty interesting because his passing yards total is set at forty uh, forty five fifty and a half passing yards. I was doing the numbers. He's only gone over that once in his entire career. Now again, seventeen game season. But I don't know. He's maybe he's some guys just aren't crazy yardage guys. Even on his awesome season last year, forty two ninety nine. So I think they just took that number and added like one more game, which that's kind of a crazy way to go about this. I like the under there, but to me, I think you you can kind of cover yourself a little bit if you go over passing touchdowns under yards there. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm I'm extremely. I mean, I'm high on Rogers, so I don't. I'm not dying to go on the under there, but the under is the play. I I would just be careful um, before you like throw Aaron Rodgers in the bucket of like millennial pussies who acted like a baby because he's still Aaron Rodgers and he might actually be fired up now Uh, more so than and he got Randall Cobb back. I mean, with the style that he plays, right? Maybe maybe for him, Randall Cobb unlocks this offense. I don't know. Seems odd. Seems like an interesting island to die, like to 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 stand on, because there's a good chance Randall Cobb isn't that good. But uh, yeah, I I love everything about all the shares I have of uh, you know. Let's look at uh, what my Aaron Rodgers twelve percent. So I got double Sam Darnold and on Aaron Rodgers. Richard uh, Kurtzberger in the YouTube chat, and, and make sure you turn on, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, but turn on those notifications so whenever we go live in the studio, you guys know we're here, and you can you can ask us any questions you want to hit on. Kurtzberger's uh, <laughs> he's all in on the under. He thinks uh, you know Aaron having one fit at the door is going to kind of hurt his coronation there. He seems like, to his credit, a guy that can. Even though he's a drama queen, he does seem like he's able to put that to the side and the and and play really well. Stop pretending like you like anyone out there listening doesn't love throwing the the championship belt on a la Aaron Rodgers. Discount right? double check. This dude had to walk Rodgers. This guy had to follow up Brett Favre, one of the all time just favorite football guys for most people, right, including John Madden. And what did he do? He took he's care one of, of those guys who will get penetration. He, he took care of business, so uh, yeah, I, I certainly think he can compartmentalize and, and take care of business on the field. But six to one for most passing touchdowns—what a steal! All right, Lions. When are we going to see Dan Campbell strap on the pads for the Oklahoma drill? <laughs> Can't wait. We're going to have nothing but nothing but uh, eyes on that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this this on one hand, I'm sure the Lions will be a team that you're that we're going to. We're going to be talking about hey, two, well, even, two even Q player of the week. Let's uh, grab against, those lines and the even points. Even week one against the 49ers at home, catching nine points. It just seems too high. 
it's fair to say that I think most of us will be surprised if Dan Campbell turns out to be a good hire. Uh, they don't have a great roster. They have a bad quarterback who needs a lot of coaching. Anthony Lynn might not be that guy. Could the Lions go 0 17? Absolutely. Is 28 to 1 the right price? Probably not. But that's what I'm going to suggest we mm. do right here. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, they are in a division. Um, perhaps the, you know, as a Giants fan, holder of the Bears' first round pick, would love the Lions to get that one win against the Bears, maybe. But. I mean, it, the formula fits, right? Like they're gonna be they're gonna be dogs in every game. So, which game do they win? I, I don't know. Yeah. They're no, gonna, I mean, at, at twenty eight to one, I, I Lions can't be the franchise I, to do it twice. I, I right? kind of like them over uh, to do it versus the Texans. Like, if you had to pick between the Texans, and I don't know the price off the top of my head, but Texans I do. or twenty five to one for the Texans. Yeah, I would rather take the Lions here because yeah. Deshaun Watson. Maybe there's a chance he uh, plays maybe. a game, or or I, the the Texans are so disrespected that a respectable veteran quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater is not going to go defeated. Like he's a guy that's going to get a win. Jared Goff, I could see not winning a game. Teddy Bridge, are you talking about Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor. Oh Did I say goodness. Teddy oh Bridgewater? Wow, Ryan. I'm again. This is it's ODAs, offseason Sean, degenerate your, your activities. Inability to see color is coming in the way of your ability to talk football. Well, here and you know why it was Ryan because I was reading about Teddy Bridgewater. Breaking news, and it 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 ties us to the uh, Dallas Cowboys because we're moving over to the NFC East. Oh no. Is Dakota Rain really 100%? All first practice already for the Dallas Cowboys. Dakota Rain had some uh, shoulder soreness, left practice. Here's an update, Ryan, while we're recording. Quote The Cowboys said the results of Dak Prescott's. AK, you guys know him as Dakota Rain. Sorry, we go we go by Rain here. Uh, the the results of Rain's Prescott Rain Prescott's MRI showed a muscle strain in his right shoulder. He will undergo treatment and evaluated on a day-to-day basis. No word of when he will practice. A source said pre- uh, said Prescott has a latissimus strain. Ryan, I don't know what a latissimus is. But I do know. Give me the under on forty-seven ninety-five and a half passing yards. Uh, a little worrisome because of the. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna go. I, I know I went so many ways to fade him. I know because I do think their their defense does suck. So maybe they get to the, maybe he gets to the yardage. But again, he's already kind of banged up. I'm gonna go take the under on his uh, on his passing touchdowns. I think that probably. Is more the way to go because it's easier to get some of those bullshit. Um, you know, like it's easier, obviously, to pad the the passing yards when you're, uh, you know, when you're when you're playing from behind. I'm gonna pull up the passing touchdowns real quick. I had why, it. Why here. you do that? Um, it's uh, it's thirty two and a half. So all in on the under at minus one thirty. Thirty two and a half. I don't think he's ever had um, thirty two and a half. I don't think he's ever gotten to thirty three. In his career, just uh, as the uh, the medical expert on the show, I looked up. Uh, this is also referred to as a lat. So he's got a lat strain. Yeah. Uh, some ways that you can uh, get a lat, uh, you can get lat strains: uh, gymnastics, baseball, tennis, rowing, swimming, shoveling snow, chopping wood, chin ups and pull ups, and reaching forward and overhead repeatedly. Huh? Okay. Uh, so if he was reaching over somewhere, <laughs> maybe he was hanging out with Matthew McConaughey, hitting the bongo drums too 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 hard. <laughs> All right, so. And Dak's uh, touchdown totals for the years 23, 22, 22, 30, and 9. 
He's not getting to 33. Give me the under 32 and a half passing touchdowns. Could be a result of poor posture or slouching. Mm. Uh, maybe a sign that someone's not confident in the uh, upcoming season. People will brush this off. They'll say it won't matter. It won't matter. I say it does matter. All right, Redskins. Sorry, football team. Are we sure Ryan Fitzmagic is the starter? Mm. Hot take, Ryan. I've oh, now heard from multiple insiders to the football team, guys who like the team, basically, that are saying that Heineke is in play. Ooh. Well, and and of course, our buddy, a friend of the program, Joey T, he was high on Heineke as well. So I think it's more. I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick is just gonna walk away with it. Yeah, I, I don't think it. Ha- so anyway, the price is uh, plus five hundred that he that Fitz doesn't take the first snap. Mm. He's also an old guy. Yeah, he get banged up in preseason, and I could see him being a little paranoid about uh, his job, going like running in the preseason when he doesn't need to run and and get nicked around. I just I, when I heard the interview of him after the first practice, he just sounded like a robot. He sounded like a guy mm. that was thinking a little bit too much. And I saw the way Heineke played moments away Fast from and loose. the Super Bowl champs. Moments. Fast and loose. All right. Uh, so yeah, why I'd say monitor the situation, but five to one is an interesting price for that. That's fun. That is interesting. All right, Ryan. For me, officially, I'm worried about the football team though. Got to make sure this defense takes a step back. Well, I, I don't, that would mean that you think uh, giants are in the mix giants question. Uh, obviously what <laughs> food was Kelvin Benjamin stealing mashed potatoes. <laughs> I don't think you can't steal what mashed potatoes. I think it has to be pre-wrapped stuff. Unless, I mean, cause if you're bringing in a container to steal some food, it's gotta be some like gro- granola bars, protein bars. What would it be dessert? I mean, guys, a heavy st- fella is some pre-wrapped st- desserts. <laughs> Some Gatorades. Uh, since Benjamin uh, isn't on the team, we'll go to Kenny Galladay receiving yards. Give me an under on that. Ooh. It's set at a whopping one thousand and a half. There are a lot of pass catchers in the uh, Giants' offense, including getting Saquon Barkley back, who's going to get uh, reps in the uh, passing game. And Daniel Jones struggled with accuracy last year. The leader. In the clubhouse was Darius Slayton at 751. Now, normally when a receiver goes to a new team, it takes a little time for them to figure things out. DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan Diggs, notable exceptions last year. I don't think Kenny Galladay and Daniel Jones combo is in the Josh oh. Allen, Stefan Diggs category. Second to third year quarterback jump. So leaving the NFC North to join a new team in the <laughs> East, John. It's so similar. Thank you for bringing it up. I'm on the under on uh, Galladay receiving yards at a thousand and a half. I certainly wouldn't advise you taking the under on the touchdowns. I, I do think this is. No, they, if he you could look get at it, the metrics, Daniel Jones, he could get, he could get willing some looks, to take the but shots. yeah. And willing to I, get I, picked off. And uh, this is again, got, 11 again, passing touchdowns. Is, I can't wait. Last year. I, I can't wait. All right. <laughs> Can hurts develop into a franchise quarterback or just a poor man's Cam Oh, Newton? Wow. Shots. Cigar fired. aficionado. Cam Newton. Oh, such a great picture. All right. Jalen hurts. Over 655 and a half rushing yards feels like 
uh, a a nice way uh, to take an over and make you feel good about the team. Thank you. But I don't know if it says much about the team. The one thing that concerns me about this prop is like, will he stay out there long enough to get over it? I don't think he ten game is ten games enough. He's gonna average sixty six yards a game, right? Yeah, you know, I gave out the rushing touchdowns, but um, looking this at feels this, better. Looking at the numbers, yeah, you could make a really good case. Now that, uh, that this is the better way to go. For I us. also think that this, if you're a guy who thinks, Hey, w- wait a second, we got to see, we got to see this guy develop into a passer at the NFL level. Um, even if he doesn't, I think he's maybe that's running more than so. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think like, uh, you know, uh, he was averaging like 5.62 yards per carry. Again, he ran the ball a ton. Like, I don't think he's going to be doing what he did in that new Orleans game 18 for one Oh six. But I think you know so what he did in the Cowboys game nine for sixty nine that feels about right. Um, yeah, I was gonna you know, say like seven for fifty that kind of stuff. And if I guess I'm not following the situation super closely down there in Philly, but it does seem like if Sirianni's really gonna roll out a simple system, that's gonna involve a lot of Jalen well, Hurts doing what he does best. And Jalen Hurts is playing for his job. He knows that they have plenty of outs on him either in this season or next season. Deshaun Watson lurking in the shadows, and this guy isn't afraid to play for his job. You think they trade for Deshaun Watson? I think there's a lot of smoke on that. Yeah, for sure. If I mean, are you interested? Ah. I don't. I don't want Deshaun Watson right now, Ryan. Because well, it's a, a lot of heat there. It, it's just as a fan, it's just annoying because then the whole yeah. your whole entire season is now tied up in Deshaun Watson and his legal issues, and it's not like whatever result uh, comes of the Deshaun Watson thing. Um, it's not going to be a clean thing where it's like, oh, he was completely innocent and this was all made up. Even if he settles or he is charged or he isn't charged, like there's still going to be so much looming stuff. It's going to be a drag, and you're going to have to give up so much draft capital. And Why is he just practicing? I don't understand. Oh, he's practicing. Deshaun Watson's practicing, I guess, because he doesn't want to get fined 50k a day, which <laughs> is pretty funny. What like if they know he's not going to be there? Why are they having it? It's well. Also, if you're the Texans, this <laughs> is show. this is really uh, a, an insane move by the Texans. You sit him down <laughs> and say, "Listen, you don't have to practice. We'll pay you fifty. We're not going to fine you." Uh, but what if he blows out an ACL or or something like that in practice? And he has had two ACLs blown out. And again, yeah. that's. Why I would be maybe somewhat hesitant to go all in on him. We were just all in on Wentz. I really want to see what we have in Hurts before we make another move. Does he? And I still think we have, with the cap space, with the draft picks, we still have a lot of good moves after giving Hurts a shot. I think that's kind of the best case scenario. Does Watson get traded? That is interesting. I I don't. I think people are waiting to see what his suspension is going to be before they trade for him and. Now it seemed like there were a couple of extra criminal complaints that weren't made public. So maybe the NFL knows, maybe they don't. Seems like like there's there's uh, definitely a little fire, maybe. But it seems like stuff is going to have to shake out yeah. more before he's actually able to be traded. Because the, what they're asking for right now is insane. Like they want four picks and and high level players, oh. and you don't even know. I mean, is he going to miss the entire season? How I many, still think it settles in a six to an eight game suspension. How many teams can even meet the price? Well, and I think. We're seeing one emerge here in the Dolphins, 
and I, I, my sources close to me say the Dolphins are definitely kicking the tires <laughs> on Deshaun Watson, and I think Miami is a market where, you know, a guy like Deshaun Watson goes goes down to Miami. Yeah, it's this Tuesday night, you know. So like it's not I, massage, I, and you know. I think the heat he would face in Miami is not as much heat as he would face in a major sports market like Philly. I think. If you're Deshaun Watson, it's a little easier to sweep under the rug or move past it. Yep. If you go to Miami or if you go you to make Denver. friends with Derek Jeter, if, if you go to Denver, him and uh, John Elway, they hang out, they crack a beer. God knows what else they get into or talk about. I, I think Denver and Miami way less scrutiny on Deshaun Watson uh, and the issues the, facing. Yeah, uh, it just seems like. If you're Houston, you'd be silly to not take two. You gotta get two first round picks next year. Yeah, and there's, least, no, there's not many teams with two first. Well, round I, picks. Miami still has a bunch of capital, and they could throw in a player like uh, like Xavier Howard. Oh, you want a new deal? Okay, have fun playing in Houston. And I also, but I would also think. Uh, do if, if the Eagles he- traded, they would also trade Jalen Hurts, yeah. and I think Miami would do the same with uh, Tua. And that's, I guess that if you're Houston, you also have to at least get a guy back who's going to give you a shot. Yeah. Like a, a, well, and like, uh, and I do think Miami of those teams is the closest win now team, and I think that's that's a team that would kind of make this move because you have this defense, you have Flores, you, you bring in a Watson at a decent. He's only making ten million a year. Um and, and and you know you end up in a decent spot. Uh, Richard Gersberger in the YouTube chat saying Deshaun Watson feels like a Raider. I don't know why. That is that is a dark horse destination that I really like. Again, you want to talk about towns that maybe wouldn't be so uh, judgmental about uh, you know possible massage escorts or whatever the situation was. Maybe a city like Las Vegas and the again I you know John Gruden obviously. Is not in love with Derek Carr. He's looking to move on. We got to get our shit going, man. We have to know when. And to where uh, did his brother play for the Houston Texans? Oh, grew, grew up around the franchise. Yeah, coming oh, full so circle. Car, yeah, I mean, Carr going down to Houston. Mm. Uh, you can tell if you're Houston, uh, it's better. A car's better than what you got, and you get all the picks. But I mean, if John Gruden has an opportunity to get to Sean Watson, I, I think. They're in trouble as far as like what they could offer, but again, yeah, I don't know. Isn't what. isn't John Gruden the type of guy that would just say fuck it and give up three first round picks for Deshaun Watson? <laughs> Mike Mayock may have to like, I mean, if that Mike Mayock's gonna get if fired. that phone call comes from Houston, <laughs> and how does John Gruden say no to Deshaun Watson? He trip? doesn't. He doesn't. That's a great. That's a great dark horse uh, candidate. I, I I'd be surprised if it gets done just because I don't know if they have the capital, but. That is a uh, that's a, a fun destination for him to end up at. Oh man, what a uh, that was fun! We're going to be doing the uh, AFC tomorrow. Also got some fantasy sleepers podcast coming oh. up, Kramer. And then I mean, we can't be that far away from no division previews. Yeah, uh, world famous division previews. Division previews, just whole hog NFL. If there's stuff you guys want us to uh, break down. Uh, yeah, tweet at us at gambling podcast. Drop us an email podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Hop in the Slack channel. Slack channel is awesome. Again, uh, you know, we we chime in from time to time, but it's really the the listeners and the DJs have really taken it and run with it. So shout out 
Shout out to uh, you know, there's a number of uh guys in there grinding away in Slack Jong, uh Pauly. I mean oh, man. there's a bunch of uh fun characters in there. Your boy Juan, uh, who I think is uh down in Australia, maybe New Zealand. Uh and uh yeah, just a lot of like fun characters in there mixing it up. Of course, you got your Boston Cappers. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. Slack is the place to be to hang out, and of course, uh tosses with a bone here. Throw us a uh, rating and review in the app store for the SGPN app. Or if you're an Android person, screenshot it and then email it in because I don't check the Android store. But uh, every Monday, giving away a uh, free gear, aka Merch Monday. So toss us a five star in there. Help spread the word. We've got some massive NFL contests coming. Of course, mm. you know, we'll take care of you guys. And uh, if you want to in on the contest, the. Uh, the app is the only way to get it done. Yep. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. All rise. Kramer, let it ride.